Hello, everybody, and welcome to Halos on Tap, episode three. Episode three. Episode three. We out here. We live. Um, we are broadcasting to all you fine people in Anaheim and the Anaheim enthusiasts that exist. Yeah, out out of Anaheim and beyond. You know, we we we're not just limited to Anaheim. We understand that there may be Angels fans in other parts of the country. Uh, Feeny, why don't you name some other parts of the country? Okay, Toledo. Um, I know there's an Angels fan there somewhere. If you're listening, tweet us at Halos on Tap. Jaime from Toledo. Yeah. Shoot us a, shoot us a tweet. Awesome intro to the show today. Um, so let's take you through what we're going to get going on. Uh, we're here joined by producer Q. What's up, fellas? As per usual. And Casey Steve. Intern Casey Steve. Fresh How back. Do? Fresh back from the worst coast, from... also known as the East Coast. Mm. Right? Yeah, it, it was cold, but uh, outside of that, uh, great pizza. Oh, yeah. Okay. Very good. Well, welcome back. Uh, let's talk some angels today. We're gonna give you, a, you know, the last week's recap. Um, we're gonna jump on into our show tune segment, our very famous show tune segment. Um, we're gonna do a new segment. We like to call "Where Are They Now?" Where are they now? So we're gonna look back at a couple angels um, from our past. See what they're up to today. And then we're going to get to our mailbag. We got some juicy, juicy stuff in the mailbag today. Ripe. Very ripe for the picking. So, Producer Q, can you give us a rundown on games this week for the Angels and how we did? Yeah, so anyone who's even remotely an Angels fan would know that performance as of recent has not been spectacular by any stretch of the imagination. But as... Mr. Hallett said in the opening episode, this is when the games don't make any sense, the scores don't matter. So, fortunately, we're not to the games that matter yet. Uh, pulling up the schedule here, uh, Angels caught a win today, Monday, March 12th, and yesterday, Sunday, March 11th, but prior to that, had lost six straight, I believe. Six games in a row, dating back to the last win being March 5th. Um, but generally close games, for what it's worth. Uh, Which is putting, nothing. Putting up some runs from time to time, but otherwise not uh, stellar performance. Yeah, we saw, you know, you can't read too much into spring training results, obviously. Uh, we did see one Mike Trout go yard over the batter's eye in center field, which, you know, that's the sort of thing that just gets us Angels fans in Anaheim and Toledo excited for the regular season. Um, we got some guys that are coming out of the gate, seem to be seeing the ball really well. Um, Jeffrey Marte, granted, probably going to start the year in AAA. Um, Cole Calhoun, baby. Cole Calhoun, I think he, I think we've grinded, that's not the word I was looking for. We've, uh, talked about Cole Calhoun enough in the first couple weeks, you know, to express our concerns. And I think, I think our words must've gotten back to him because he's come out like a man possessed. He looks great. Um, he's seeing the ball really well, um, hitting to all fields. Um, I, I love what I'm seeing out of Cole Calhoun. Uh, Justin Upton looking really, really strong. Um, he's looking exactly, man, if we can have him hitting right there in that three spot all year, um, we we're going to be in really good shape. Uh, yeah. Um, scorcher. But. Colin, Colin Walsh, the, uh, the contender for the utility job. Hitting about 350 here in the spring. Um, Fletcher's cooled off a bit. Fletcher's, Fletcher's cooled off, but still hitting 
also well over 300 in the spring. So, I mean, I, I think Fletcher starts the year in AAA. This Colin Walsh, who I'd never heard of, but seems to be a front runner for that utility spot over the likes of Cowart. Um, trying to think of who else would be in the running for that. Um, but, uh, so yeah, so we'll see who, who makes it. The Angels issued their first round of uh, demotions to the minor leagues this week. We saw a fan favorite prospect, Michael Hermosillo, optioned down to AAA. Um, and, uh, Taylor Ward option. Taylor Ward. To, to Mobile, right? Uh, yep. To Mobile. So, I mean, nothing, nothing earth-shattering here. He might be here. Bees. Sorry? He might be on the Bs. Taylor Ward. I think he'll be on the Bs by the end of the year. Yeah. yeah. Um, wow. but, uh, but, yeah. So, we, we've got some interesting, interesting stuff to look at here. Um, we have... Those are our hitters. And uh, pitchers seem to be coming into focus a little bit more as time goes on. Garrett's outing today was a little bit rough. Um, five walks. Five walks. He, plus. he was just, he, he looked like he was overthrowing a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I think when he's on and he's, I mean, I will take a step back here because Garrett Richards, I want to give you a shout out. Homeboy, you looked buff out there today. You looked <laughs> ripped. You looked strong. That bicep, that bicep looked great. Um, I really liked... Just the one? He looked just the one bicep. He looked so strong in his right yeah. arm. Um, we need to interject here. Garrett Richards, known fan of the show. So we know you're listening. Appreciate your viewership or your listening ship. And uh, continue to follow us. On keep doing you. Garrett, you, on you keep listening. We'll keep watching you pitch. That's, yep. That's the deal we'll toss out to you right now. But I think he looked t- – so at his peak, I think he reminds me a lot of Max Scherzer. I think he goes out there. He's a strong right-handed pitcher. Um, just – throws gas, but he's he's up there. He's not doesn't take too much time on the mound. And today he had that presence. He looked good. It just he, he was, you could tell he was overthrowing a little bit. I'm not concerned at all. I think when he gets out there opening day, he's gonna uh, he's really gonna he's gonna be dialed in. I think today he was working on some stuff. But I mean, the last performance I watched him uh, five days ago, he looked absolutely electric. So really encouraged. Andrew Heaney, really encouraged by what I'm seeing out of him too. Yeah. Uh... Skaggs still scuffling along, which it's just... Is Skaggs going to... We keep waiting for that guy to click, and you just don't see it. I mean, great, he... great DJ. <laughs> DJ T. Skaggs. But pitching? We... We've seen flashes of it. That's the thing. And that's what makes it so frustrating. If like, he comes out of the gate and struggles in his first two, three starts, I, I, he's, I think he's the weak man on the totem pole. I think J.C. Ramirez... The way he's pitched this spring has solidified the the, the sixth spot there. Yes. Um, I think Maybe. you have Otani who, who looks electric. Richards, Haney, um, you got JC. Then you're gonna have Shoemaker's a lock. So I think Skaggs right now is is the low man on the totem pole. I think that he's really got to perform coming out of the gate. Do you think? Here's here's a weird idea that I literally just thought of right now. Skaggs have any future as a bullpen guy? I mean, he's got the stuff that the stuff plays. I mean, he could be a. a I really see it. Valuable bullpen, left-handed bullpen piece. High leverage piece. Yeah. yeah, he definitely could be. I think that the. I mean, in an ideal world, right? We are. Uh, we're going to see him in a starting pitcher's role. I think they think he has enough talent to. Sure. Yeah. But it hasn't come together yet. I mean, there was a stretch back in 2014. Right before he got hurt. Yep, mm-hmm. before the rash of injuries, where he he looked great. Yeah. Um, you know, he looked like a solid four, three, four guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but as of late, it hasn't it hasn't been there. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, I'd love to see the guy 
come out and throw 150 innings for us of quality. You know, four, four, two, five ERA baseball would be huge for this rotation. And yeah, I'm just kind of, I'm kind of worried he's ever going to lock in the consistency there. Um, but uh, but yeah, so that's kind of our, our spring training update. I I don't think I'm super worried about any of our regular players, although Angelton Simmons hurt in the last week. Mm-hmm. How about Cozart filling in there at short, though? Doesn't that give you a little uh, bit of peace of mind, knowing if Angelton goes down, we can we slot that guy in right there? I do, I do love that. Obviously, that's a worst-case worst, worst case scenario. Um, but, but yeah, that's, it's great to have Cozart as a backup option. Word on the street is that Drell is supposed to be back I think he's easily he's by opening day. He's fine. He'll be back. I think throw. I think he's throwing already. No damage in the MRI. So no, no ligament damage. He'll be fine. But yeah, that's that's our our spring training update. On another note, I'm headed out there in not this weekend, but next weekend. So looking forward to seeing these guys in action. Give us a shout at Halos on Tap. Um, let us know if you're going to be there. Uh, Mr. Hallett will be signing autographs. I'll be the one wearing the Angels jersey. <laughs> The one. You find can, him. Yeah. If you find me, bonus points. So, so yeah. So, I think that takes us to our our first segment, right? Yep. Which We're getting right into it. Show tunes. Show tunes. Got that's, a lot of love over here on the show tunes. I think that's been our most popular segment so far. Um, are we making a mistake by hitting it this early in the podcast? Should we be, should we be pushing it back? No. No, we're not sellouts. Producer, outs. thoughts? Well, we're gonna roll with it. We're gonna roll with it. All We're right. gonna keep it. We're gonna keep it right here. We collect data on who leaves after show tunes and ban you from listening to the podcast in the future. So hey, we have that kind of technology <clears throat> here. You're the one holding the cards, but play them wisely. <laughs> anyway, our show tune segment for this week is Mr. Otani. Sensei Otani caught some flack from his Angels teammates. A little bit of pranking going on. Where apparently he's very into his fashion taste and is uh, is using his early salary to load up on luxury clothing items. I'm j- judging all this based on one headline I loosely saw for about half a second today. So who knows how much of it's actually. He's true. a fashion guy. Yeah, he's it's, a fashion it's guy. He's a little You've bit of a clothes horse, as they say. Clothes, clothes donkey, clothes burrow. <laughs> and uh, so, so yeah, so we. Figured our Shohei Show Tunes segment this week would be fashion advice for Shohei Otani. Uh, Fini, why don't you take it away? What what should Shohei be be wearing as he assimilates if he wants to fit in best with American culture? You know what? I think that uh, I think what he needs to do is he needs to make a name for himself. He needs to be the Jordan Clarkson of Major League Baseball. This guy needs to be the swaggiest. He needs to come out here. I think he needs to go man bun. I think he needs to go, you know, potentially maybe like a little samurai beard or something. I don't know if he can grow facial hair. I'm gonna go ahead and take a bet that he can't. But if he, I think he can do anything he wants to. <laughs> Did you see his photos in the photo day? He looks like a child. I mean, he is a child. That guy's 23. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, but anyways, I think the guy needs some Yeezys. <laughs> I think he needs to get swagged out. I think he needs to embrace it. I think he needs to go look at Jordan Clarkson. You got to go look at the guys like Brandon Ingram. You got to go look at Julius Randle. Look at the Lakers. You're not that far away. Go see what they're wearing. If you can get in with the Lakers, Shohei Otani, you're going to fit in fine here. That's a great move. He's already been to a Ducks game. We don't know yet, though, if he's going to be the Lakers, Clippers, 
Also, Jordan Clarkson no longer on the Lakers. Ah, uh, that's right. Yeah, he made Yeah, he's on the uh, yeah, he Cleveland. He missed Cavaliers. the boat no. or the Titanic on that he one. He can go still hang out with all the... That's a callback to last week's episode. Go listen to episode two. <laughs> listen to it again. You'll get that You'll get that joke. You'll get that joke it was, now. It was really funny. It was good. It was at least mediocre. <laughs> so, so yeah, so we've got, we've got your take on... What would you describe that style as for him? I think I think we call it L.A. trendy. L.A. trendy, good. Yeezys. That's what LA I've been missing stores. is the stores where it just says L.A. trendy. That's where I need to be. You just look it up on Google. Um, it'll take you to a store called Buck Mason. Here's our first sponsorship for tonight. Um, this one goes out to Buck Mason. If you want to dress like a gentleman and you want to have success, you go shop. It's a place where you can drop four bills. Easily drop four bills. Buck Mason. It's, love you, Buck Mason. Yep. Great. And moving on. Great Good Double. stuff. Uh, I'd like to see him sort of cultivate his own clothing identity. I'm looking at, you know, I especially think the Arizona Sun's going to get to him a little bit. I, I'm looking at maybe he's wearing some jorts, uh, some high top sneakers with some some fun socks. He's going to go full Arizona. Full Arizona. Big straw hat at all times, uh, unless he's no. Yeah, we'll we'll stick with straw hat at all times, and yeah, maybe some sort of like crop top, like neon crop top. What if Shohei Otani mm-hmm. just assimilates very quickly, and the first destination on his stop of American cities, which was Arizona, where he's now lived for a couple weeks. What if he just it just becomes like embodies Arizona? What if he falls in love with everything Arizona? While he's there, he just doesn't want to leave. Yeah, I, I see it. He buys a house there for the offseason. He goes, he becomes like a huge ASU fan. Oh, Shohei and Tempe. That's a web series or a, a reality show I would watch. Showtime Shohei. and Tempe? Showtime and Tempe. Sweet. All right, let's put a patent on that one. Producer credit. Write that one down. Shohei and Tempe. That'll be in episode 10, so look forward to it. For those of you wondering, that's going in the good ideas box. So yeah, the reason we brought up this whole fashion thing is I think the the guys uh, on the team messed with Shohei a little bit and switched up his walk up song, right. something about fashion, um, light light humor for our rookie Shohei. But really that kind of hitting cutting edge stuff. Yeah, it kind know? of brings us back to our very first episode where we talked about Shohei's walk up song, and I actually got a couple uh, fans here who posted on the uh, couple of the Facebook blogs about uh, their thoughts on Shohei's walk up song. Um, we got here Tom Torres, who suggested uh, simply Japanese Boy by Aneka. Um, I've never heard that song. Seems a little on the nose. It seems, seems a little little too pertinent, to be honest. Um, yeah. But you know what? Love the but suggestion. We yeah, we appreciate the, the idea. Mike Shoemaker, um, or Schumacher, um, either way, uh, he said that he's going to say the national anthem because Shohei is not going to be a... Uh, DH, he's only going to be a starting pitcher. Ooh. So he says there will be no oh, walk-up that's song. Uh, that's actually a good one. Um, and then one more. Also, I guess Mike decided that you know he was uh, just in case going to throw one in there if he does end up DHing. He said Ice Cube, steal the show, which is a, another very good suggestion. Can play on words. Mike, Can you play. just moved up a lot of ranks in our fan fan books here. Expert level Defi- pun- punnery. Definitely near the top. Yeah, DM us on Twitter for your prize. Yes. Yeah, we have something. A Sapporo beer. Yeah. <laughs> beer we'll give you a Sapporo beer. Yeah. Warm. Yeah. 
Okay. Um, well, I, I actually, I, I think uh, the the two of us had something to say about this fashion. Yes, of course. Um, after you, producer Q. So I'm gonna start with uh, fashion for Shohei. He's gonna turn back the clock about 15 years and go puka shell necklace. I think it's just a must. It's what what <laughs> the Japanese, I must imagine, saw of the Americas when Shohei was growing up, and it may become a fad when he was a kid and he didn't realize that it was only a temporary kind of fad in the United States. And I think that he thinks that puka shell necklace may be like a perennial staple of American fashion that he may somehow uh, gravitate towards in his time here in the United States. I think he could bring it back. I think single-handedly he'd be able to carry the load of puka shell sales. So for those puka shell investors out there, Buy now while the price is low. It's like Bitcoin. You never know where it's going to go, but it's probably going to go up. Yeah. So invest. <laughs> Are you saying Shohei is the future face of puka shell necklaces? I feel like he's moving the market on puka shell necklaces. It's Before just... he's even started wearing them. Yeah. He, he doesn't That's, know yet. The man That's his power. has that level of talent. Do not let it be overstated or understated. One of the <laughs> two. Just let it be stated. The man... <laughs> Is going to be the face of whatever product he wants to be. Indeed. So. Well, on, on that, uh, he is he he's a guy who's really trying to make a name for himself in the greater Los Angeles area, right? However, I I don't think many people know who he is yet. So what I'll suggest to you, Shohei, is that you wear your jersey. You never take it off. You're only gonna wear. Like me at spring training. Yes, the Otani jersey, and actually. You know, you don't want to get the jersey. Uh, you, you don't want to soiled. get that dirty, soiled at all. I want you to get a jersey, one of the shirt jerseys. A t-shirt jersey itself. <laughs> That's yes. awesome. That's actually awesome. <laughs> and if he's wearing that around, people are gonna his jersey sales are gonna spread like wildfire. So, uh, you know, what whatever uh, Gildan do they make baseball tees? Sure. sure. Yeah, I, I think I think. <laughs> Gilden's sales are also about to skyrocket along with Puka Shells. Invest now. Yep. Investor tips. So if we were to combine all Bitcoin, all four yes. of the best Gilden. of our items into one Shohei outfit, it'd be the Shirzy, the Puka Shell necklace. And Yeezys. Yeezys and Jorts. Yes. Sure. So, wow, that's actually a great wait, outfit. Can I would, I would wear that, that? Wait, socially. Can we, yeah, if, if we have any uh, graphic designers out there that can make this, you will actually jump... Mike in our rank of, of best listeners. Oh, Mike, sorry, if you are good at Photoshop, you're just yeah, solidified. Mike, that. You're a graphic designer. <laughs> um, and I'd like to point out that's the exact kind of outfit I would wear on a casual Saturday to Finn McCool's, which <laughs> takes us to our second unsanctioned sponsorship, Finn McCool's, the best Irish car bomb you won't remember on the, the day following. <laughs> <whatever> <laughs> day Very concise motto right there. Yeah, put you can slap that in quotes and put it on a billboard. That's what we're looking at. So I guess uh, that will take us to why we are, after all, called Halos on Tap here. We're drinking a little bit tonight. It's a yep. low-key Monday. Uh, I've got our Angel City Brewery IPA here. Uh, we did a little uh, variety six-pack from old uh, Trader Joe's. Shout out Trader Joe's. TJ's. Only, only the finest. Trader we got to stop with these free ads, ads, though. Producer Q. Yeah, no free ads. Everyone's paying us for these sponsorship spots. Thank you, Trader Joe's. TJ's. Um, yeah, enjoying, enjoying some beers while we do the podcast, the way we always do it. We are, after all, Halos on Tap, and that takes us to our next 
segment, which producer Q, we have. The, uh, is, is there a sound that precedes it? Mm-hmm. It's the sound of the mailbag opening. Yeah, we could do the mailbag. We're going to do the Angels Where Are They Now segment. We were. Three. But now we're not. The mailbag's open. Mailbag's yeah. open. <laughs> I like it. We're going to save that for next week. No, no. We'll, no, we'll no, no. close with Where Are They Now? Something to look forward to. If you can, Boom. St- you can stick around for a few more minutes here, you get to the Where Are They Now segment. Bonus material. Two Bonus for material. one. Two for one on Hell right. on Tap. Don't say we don't treat you right here. Mailbag question. First mailbag question. You can submit your mailbag questions to our Twitter, at Halos on Tap. First mailbag question comes from Leon Williams from Hermosa Beach, California. Leon Williams says, Ichiro is going back to the Mariners. Which former angel would you like to come back to the team? Great question, Leon. Really outside of the box there. <laughs> um, we're, we're enjoying that. Feeney, why don't, you, why don't you lead us off on this one? I have two answers. One player that is currently still playing, and one player that, God, I would love if he was still playing. Um, I'm going to start with the current player, Peter Borges, Peebo. Speedy Peedy. He is now on trying to make a bench spot for the Chicago Cubs. Ooh. I think he would be an excellent fourth outfielder and stolen base mastermind. Um, had some great memories. Mostly watching stolen Peebo. bases. Yeah. Um, the other one is going to be Garrett Anderson, left field extraordinaire. The scrappiest, hardest working. <laughs> a lot of grit. Really a fighter. Really. A grinder. Not boring to watch at all, Garrett Anderson. I just think that guy's got swag. Um, I ran into him at Zove's once. He was a very nice guy. Um, but that guy was just Mr. Trustworthy out there in left field. We never had to worry about what we were getting with Garrett Anderson, unlike the past five years where left field has been... An insult to gaping black holes. An insult to gaping black holes. Yes, that's right. So That's a back to episode one, and we feel it's important to tell you where each of our jokes are coming from. To really keep you on your toes. So, uh, if I had to see one, one come back, also uh, intern Casey Steve struggling with his, uh, his sour beer of choice here. Beers are hard. Beers are hard. Um, I'd love to see Figgy come back. I mean... He is a guy that kind of left at just the right time as far as extracting the most value out of him. Maybe a bit impersonal way to think about it, but that guy was just so fun to watch play every day. I mean, from the O2 World Series run as the late-inning pinch runner to a regular starter who's getting MVP votes a couple years. To the $60 million contract he signed with the Mariners. Mariners. Oh, amazing. Always amazing. So anyway, Figgy, if you're out there, we know we know you're listening to the show. We'd love to hear your thoughts on the matter. Uh, if you ever want to do an interview, we're, we'll, we'll oblige. So mm-hmm. anyway, I think that answers Leon's question. Thank you, Leon. Thank you, Leon. Uh, next question comes from Bobby Vivar. Vivar. Thank you, Bobby, for your question. Uh, he asks, uh, some people are worried about Otani's struggles. Is there a concern that he actually spends time in the minors. Uh, so, I have to feel like all of this is sort of being overblown. I know there's the report that came out this week that scouts are saying there are all these holes in his swing and he's his hitting experiment is doomed. So, I mean, it's possible. I, I, the scouts have their jobs for a reason and I can't argue with their assessments, but I am wondering where were all these assessments when all 30 teams wanted him three months ago? You yeah, know, they've where, seen his swing before. Where were the, yeah, where were the holes in the swing then? I mean, 
obviously there's going to be an adjustment and maybe the hitting doesn't work out, but Japan is pretty widely considered to be sort of between the skill level of AAA and the major leagues. So I don't see why, sure, there's going to be an adjustment, but I don't see why he would need to spend time in the minor leagues to figure that out. I think they're, the cause for concern is I, is him being an everyday DH or even a twice-a-week DH. I think right now um, you're seeing a lot of – you're seeing these pitchers just pound him with that inside fastball and his swing can't keep up with it. Um, as you mentioned, you know, there's a lot of scouting reports right now going around on him. But what the consensus is is that he needs at least 500 at-bats in the minor leagues – to be able to be an everyday DH in this league, um, and he's not going to get that because his pitching is too good, and we need him in the rotation, and they're never going to send him down to the minor league. So I think there is a little bit of concern that if you guys want to see him be a two-way player and hit and pitch, I think uh, there's a little concern there. But as far as being our number two starting pitcher, potentially our number one, I don't think there's any concern. Right. I think I think these, again, 14 at-bats, you know, how much are you going to read into that versus a pretty solid track record in Japan? Obviously, he hit the ball hard today. He went over four, I think. Um, he's two of eighteen. Oh, that's right. There were four more. Yeah. He's batting one eleven. I apologize. Anyway, still eighteen at bats happens happens to Mike Trout, who we know is pretty good, and <laughs> so look, I I'm not going to be up at arms until he's hitting one fifty and. May then I'll then I'll have some concerns, but they're gonna try him. They're gonna give him a shot. Yeah, and, and as they should. It's not yeah. like you know Valbuena put up similar numbers. Not like he earned the spot. Yeah, exactly. So as much as I love the bad flips, Shohei also needs a bad flip. Maybe we'll do a radio segment at some point where we all demonstrate our bad flips on radio. On radio, yeah. <laughs> Who would complain about that? Seems good idea to me. Not I. <laughs> anyway. Uh, I think that wraps up our question on Bobby. Wraps up the book on Bobby. Thanks, Bobby. It actually wraps up our book on the mailbag. Close it. That's the sound of the mailbag closing. Uh, Next segment, we have Where Are They Now? Fan favorite. Where Are They Now? Yeah, we thought it would be kind of fun to do a little research on some of your favorite, maybe a little more obscure, out-of-the-limelight angels for in the past 15, 20 years. A little debrief on on where where they're at. We found out that Ben Weber, he of the triple pump delivery, our favorite reliever in the early two thousands, is now a chiropractor in Alabama. So bam, good for you, good for you, Ben Weber. Reggie Reggie Willits, the uh, the favorite grinder speedster, grinding second only to uh, Garrett Anderson is now the first base coach for the Yankees, actually, this year. Big big promotion for him. So a lot of talk on him being a potential manager down the line. Is that right? Yeah, a lot of, a lot of chatter behind his coaching ability. Okay. So keep an eye out for Reggie Willits. Reggie Willits, rising star. You heard it here first on Hill is on Tap. Benji Gill is a former player manager, now just manager for the, I'm going to take a stab at this, Tomateros de Culiacan who won the Mexican League this past year as a manager. So if the Mike Sosha things don't pan out, they might look at the uh, Los Tomateros, uh, the, the Benji Gill, to, uh, to take over in future years. Uh, random story, we also learned that Adam Kennedy is now working in real estate. 
because my mom ran into him at a house showing and I guess was shocked when my mom actually recognized him and were like, oh, you played for the Angels and that, that boggles his mind. Yeah, it, he works down in Orange County. I don't know if I'm supposed to share that or not, but... Dude, we, this is free Adam Kennedy publicity. He yeah, should be Adam paying Kennedy, us for this. Adam Kennedy, if you're listening... If you're thinking about selling your home and you want to hang out with Adam Kennedy, give him a call. Yeah, exactly. no, no free ads. Send us money, Adam Kennedy. Adam Kennedy, yeah. We're not charity cases here. Hillary Absolutely County, not. We have self-respect. Uh, I got one for you. Yeah. Um, Mo Vaughn. Mo Vaughn. Mo Vaughn. falling down the staircase. <laughs> Mo Vaughn actually owns a company called Mo Vaughn Enterprises, and... <laughs> Uh, their tagline is professional service is our game. Um, here's his about us section. Yeah. Our goal at Movon Enterprises is to utilize best of breed information technology applications to provide practical solutions to our customers' needs. Um, this is about as vague as it gets. You think he wrote that? I definitely think Movon wrote this. Um, so if you're a small business owner and you are looking for professional services, look best no further than Movon. Yeah, Movon. Well, I actually also found something else about Movon. Um, More Movon. He really is starting his own conglomerate. Uh, he's actually a managing director of a building enterprise, which which is one thing. But more impressive, he is a uh, he is a fashionista or a fashionisto. Sorry. Fashionisto. Yeah, fashionisto. Um, I want everyone to visit mvpcollections.com. Ooh, it's empty. We survived. Uh, where Mo Vaughn specializes in three types of looks. One is the night out. The, the second one is the weekend. And the third is athleisure, because, you know, once an athlete, always an athlete. And the tagline of his is, great style has no size. So for those out there of similar stature to Big Mo, MVPCollection.com. Little known fact, Mo Vaughn portrayed... Recently, by Dwayne The Rock Johnson in the HBO series Ballers. That's true. No, I, I actually heard he's also uh, has a budding rap career. He does a lot of songs with DJ Khaled. Right. All this and, checks out. Yeah. And if you Google this, you you can find it. I'm trying to figure out which one of these is true. Oh, no. Oh. They're all true. I couldn't use Rick Ross and move on. As far as I know, they're the same. I, I don't know. Was Movon in Ballers? Has any has anyone ever seen Movon and Rick Ross in the same place? That's a good question. What someone, if Rick Ross is just Movon's rap name? Ooh. All right. There's steaming hot takes here. It's in the show. Well, not to move on too quickly here, but <laughs> let's uh, let's wrap up the show. I think that's all we got, right? That's all we got for you today, Anaheim. And be And I'm in Toledo, stretching all the way east to Toledo. We've been Halos on Tap. Um, I'm Mr. Hallett. And I'm Sean. Have a great tomorrow. Also, our, our and rest of week. <laughs> uh, we'll guys, say bye. Outside. Say bye. We'll see you guys. Bye. All right. Bye. Bye. Thanks.
somebody. Yellow everything this time, you know what I'm talking about? Yellow rims, yellow big booty, yellow bones. <laughs> yellow lambs, yellow MPs, yellow watch, yellow charm ring, chain. Yellow living room set, lemonade Gucci shoes for my girl. Scoochie! My problem's sitting on sixes, no twenties in my gun. Look at this more than I can, because it is a lemma. My wife from Georgia Beaches, but you look more like a lemma. These sour apple bitter bitches, I'm not fucking with them. I'm truly stupid, paid, that's just how I feel today. I'm moving slow, cause these serums in my lemonade. I'm standing in the shade, and I'm selling lemonade. Six and a half pints are going right off in the A. Lemonade, diamond, brush, then put it in your face. Lemon head, diamond earrings I wore yesterday. I'm pimping, wearing Renan. That is, I won't chill on. I'm smoking grits and selling chickens, Corvette painted lemon. Scoochie. Lemons on the train with the B cuts. Lemons on the train with the B cuts. Free. 